This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I just want to say, I, I you know, so I never root, I don't, because I don't care who wins. I mean, I just want the season to be over so we can go play golf and fish. All right, let's. Uh... But I root. I, the Lakers are such wussies. And I only say wussies because I can't say the word I want to no, say. I know. The way they have tried to throw Russell Westbrook and Frank Vogel under the bus is just really pissing me off. And I got to tell you something. Oh, no. Hey, you know, we've got a, we've got a guest standing by. Well, the and Lakers then... still suck when we get back from this interview. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> well. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. Beck UL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Ojo, G. Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. The voice there of Charles Barkley talking about the Lakers, who sucked before that interview that Chuck was delaying, and I'm sure afterwards. They have 23 and 24. I don't know what was more honest there from Chuck. The truth about the Lakers and all the blame that every game Frank Vogel's in the hot seat, or his truth about just wanting the season to be over so he can he can play golf and fish. I mean, that was that was real talk by Chuck right there. Yeah, man. I hear I hear him. Yeah. Are, are we looking for forward to after the Super Bowl, too? We're like, talking NBA? In the back of my mind. No, take time off. Take time oh, off. Oh, I was out of here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man. I, I hear Chuck. Uh, I think he was more truthful with that one, quite honest. He's got a long wait, though. He's got like a half a year to wait, doesn't he? Yes. He, you, <laughs> I mean, he must really mean it, too, because wasn't he just talking about the Cowboys on this show? He's... You know it's bad if you're talking NFL on your NBA show. Yeah. yeah. Chuck's losing money somewhere, it seems like. Uh, the Lakers yeah. do stink. They're, they're the eighth spot right now in the Western Conference. We do, though, we do have a good NBA game tonight between teams that are actually you know competitive at the top of the West, unlike the Los Angeles Lakers this year. So tonight, and it's a big number, we get the Jazz at the Suns tonight. Yeah. Jazz are nine-point underdogs. I mean, I, I understand – it's a long season, and, and you'll get some of these weird numbers between good teams because of injuries and and depending on who's in, who's out for the rosters. But I mean, Gobert ankle issue, Mitchell concussion. I mean, I understand that the Jazz are not whole. But, boy, if that number just seems so big. Suns Jazz tonight. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I I get it. The Phoenix Suns are on another tear. They're 36-9 this season. I think they only have one loss since the calendar turned. So... It's understandable from that standpoint, but and they just keep covering. They've covered nine of their last ten, and but we should also look at the other side. The Jazz are not playing their best ball right now, so that and they're that's how, up. Yeah. yeah, that that's how we get to this number uh, here of nine. Um, I'm not going to say they're going to be a public. Yeah, you know that's interesting. They are a public dog right now. It's very early. Most people haven't bet. But people are jumping in on Utah, and the number's not moving. I mean, that, that tells you everything you need to know. J- just looking at it before we get final word on everyone that's going to be available in this matchup, my first, uh, my first response is to bet the Suns at home. 
So the Suns, I was looking at their, the last game they played. Um, who did they play? Their, their last win was against the Pacers, right? They won, they won by 10 in their last game. You know, Devin Booker in that game went 5 of 23, and they still beat a team by double digits. Think, like, could any other – how many NBA teams could have their best score, their best player, really, shoot 5 of 23 and beat, you know, uh, someone other than, you know, the two worst teams in the NBA by 10 points? That's just, and they're, they're, they're a well-oiled machine, this Suns team. They're great. I, I feel like because they're not the top of the West, it's been the Warriors. We haven't talked about them this year like last year. We're kind of used to it now. But I mean, this is two years of remarkable basketball by the Suns. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we just don't want to give them enough credit, you know? <laughs> it's almost yeah. like the other Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> but they're well, better. Is it an Arizona thing? Just meaning, like, you know, we don't uh, give them a lot of credit, you know? Right. But, but the I Suns actually like deserve it. Year, they do. I agree. And but I do think a lot of people even last year were saying, you know, it was a fluke that they made it as far as they did. If all these other teams didn't have injuries to their star players. Right. Um, and now here they are putting together a great regular season, building off what they did last year. Yeah. I mean, it, is this truly a marquee game when when you see Utah Phoenix? I think most people would think, oh, yeah, that's something I'll stay up late for and watch. I don't think you should, guys, <laughs> because Aiton is doubtful. Okay, Gobert is doubtful, so we want we want to check on that. And Donovan Mitchell, he's still in concussion protocol, right? So yes. when you take all, all he's these players miss the game. out, okay, he's definitely out. When you take all these players out, what are the Jazz lost seven of nine now? Yeah, yeah, and their seven, their yeah. defense without Gobert, it's just it's he's the anchor. You see, you see why it's nine? It should be nine. I, I'd bet the nine if I'm doing anything in this game. How about you guys? Yeah, if I was going to take it, I would take the nine. Yeah. Too. Just like on the surface before you dive into it. It's a lot of points, did. but when you factor in all of the entries and everything, it doesn't – it just looks like this is a Suns – I'd be on the Suns side of it. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, look at so, some props. So these losses that have piled up here of late from the Jazz at Golden State, okay, no surprise there. I get it. Houston, Lakers – there was Detroit, Indiana, Toronto. No, this is not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not back in Utah right now. Yeah, I can't tonight. Uh, not in this game. The other. How thing, about uh, this? Really quick, Chris Paul one plus threes in a Phoenix win is only minus one hundred two. Chris it's Paul not one plus. One. Yeah. 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 Plus. Well, yeah, that that just means one. he needs one three. Right. Yeah. One three and the Phoenix win minus one oh two. Yeah, that feels okay. light. Unless he's just not shooting threes at any volume this year, because that's that seems Well, light. he was oh for two in the last game, yeah. but two for six. Yeah, I mean he hasn't been tremendous from three. But I've seen him to shoot him. Yeah, if he's shooting three or four a game, I'm I would take that. But he's not. I'm uh last five games he didn't have a three in three of them. Three of his last five. Is he missing zero or five or is he not mm. shooting them? Volume as well. Yeah. Very okay. low. But if he's shooting them, he's, they're going to eventually go in, right? He's, he's Chris Paul. Like, he'll make his 37% or whatever he's at. They scored 135 against Detroit, and he shot zero threes in 27 minutes. So he's not shooting them. Yeah, and he's shooting yes. maybe a couple. So over the yeah. over the course of the month, he's averaging one one for three. Hmm. So it's, it's a little dicey there. Yeah, so, it is, actually. 
So we've got the big NBA game tonight out west. And there's a couple of college basketball games tonight. Uh, Texas Tech at Kansas, number 18 versus number 7. Uh, Arizona State at USC. Uh, Arizona State's Bobby Hurley's out, and USC's ranked 16th. So two top 25 games tonight. But the thing over the weekend, the big one was Auburn-Kentucky. Auburn's moved to number one now. Um, I'm wondering, mm. I'm going to throw this out to you guys, because college basketball is different. Like we always say, kind of the thing we've had on the show is we have a bet, we let it ride, it's fun. March Madness is wacky, right? Like the favorite doesn't always win. In fact, it usually doesn't. It's it's hard to win the NCAA tournament. So I put in a forty to one ticket on Auburn before the season, or when was that? Uh, no, it was December twentieth. So we must have had a college guest on the show uh, to to kind of spur my my thought on Auburn. So it was a forty to one. How much do you, like? When do you think I should cash out of this? I mean, I could let it ride for fun, but. I feel like college basketball for, for a tournament setting, it's probably a time to cash out if you, if the number changes significantly. You know, there's not that much basketball left before we get to these conference tournaments. The Super Bowl is going to be here, and then right around the corner, a couple weeks later, March. whatever it is, it's going to be there. So they're a projected one seed, and I don't think that should be a surprise to anyone. You're, you're going to have, at, okay, at worst, what? What are you going to They could be a two at worst? at worst, yeah, they could be the yeah. number one overall seed, depending on how this plays out. So you're not considering it through the first weekend, or are are you considering it soon? Or do you have a significant? No, no, I, no, I know. I mean, so Fanduel's offering double what I what I bet. Yeah, that's not even a consideration no. at that point. That's a nope. really strong bet to be holding. A forty to one right now. They're the overall number one seed. Uh, projections wise, if you look at it uh, from most spots, it's Auburn. Gonzaga, Baylor, and Arizona as your ones. Then it's Kansas, Perdont, Nova, and LSU. <laughs> Would you advise cashing out if I had Perdont? Get out now. Possibly. Possibly. Well, maybe not because they'll win some more games. And you never I have know Kansas, Gonzaga, and that's it. There's Illinois, Jake. A five? Hmm. What's going on here? That's ugly. How about Arizona, though? I feel like people were talking about UCLA more in the beginning of the season, preseason. Preseason for sure. And then Arizona started going on the run. And every time we talk mm-hmm. to a college football guest, they're like, yeah, there's still value in Arizona. There still is. All right now they still be a one. Still be a one. Uh, Pac-12, yeah. UCLA is projected as a three right now. I will say just to circle back because Joe chirped me a little bit, but they're Illinois, if they're a five, they're going to be a very underrated five because they just got Curbelo back. Coburn's in concussion protocols himself right now. Like they're not even close to full strength. Co- Coburn and Curbelo have shared the floor for, I think like seven minutes or something this right. year. So there's a lot of upside there too. If they're going to be a five. Final four, just mark it down. So yeah, I-, I think Jake's blood. <laughs> The odds suggest, suggest Jake is right. So they're at 29 to 1 to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And if you kind of play it out, like every four teams down the odds board would be a different number of seedings, right? You know what I mean? Like the top four odds, maybe the one seeds, then you go down to two seeds. Like they're they're in the group that would be a three seed by their odds, right? They, they have the 11th best odds to win the national championship. Yet they, if they're, I, I see the point, right? If they're a five seed, there's, there's some value if you think they're going to be. They could be higher than this by tournament time or dangerous as a five. They're pretty yeah, what are they, 29 to one. What do they do in the, in the conference tournament? So right. they're not, they're not going to surpass Purdue. Probably not Wisconsin. Could they get past Michigan state? 
Uh, they're viewed as a four. Sure. Yep. They could. Ohio State's State right State there tomorrow, with them. By the way. In a five. There you go. So yeah, there, there's room for them to move up, and you, you don't. You usually don't want to be that five. I know it's cliche, but you want you want to stay away from that five twelve. There's a big difference between facing a thirteen or a fourteen to start things off. Yeah, it's funny as we dive. You know, we start paying more attention the next couple of weeks and diving back in and doing more on the show with basketball. You're right, Joe. This is gonna like it's gonna go from like zero to hundred fast in, co- in college mm-hmm. basketball. I mean, we're gonna be at the end of the season, and the NBA is gonna be the trade deadline soon, which then. It's like everyone wakes up and says, oh, we're not far away from the playoffs here. Well, especially since they pushed the NFL season back. And I, I would expect some moves to finally be made in the NFL. With We're starting to see it with the GM stuff. The Giants got right. their guy. Um, but, but these head coaches. And we suspected that Jim Harbaugh was the big domino. Well, maybe it's a combo. Maybe it's a one-two punch of Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh. And then, then we're going to start to see all, all these teams finally hire. I mean, it's weird. Locally, we can't just rip on the Bears for taking their sweet-ass time because it's everybody doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Is there any buzz in Chicago? Does Bill Polian have a guy suggesting? No. Nobody knows what's going to happen. People are just prepared for being very disappointed. <laughs> Leslie Frazier, Whatever. baby. Lock it in. Now, the favorite going into the weekend was Brian Dayball, right ahead of Flores. I'd be very pleased with either hire. Either one. So what they're going to do is make people angry and go safe and go defense and probably roll with Leslie Frazier, who just gave up how many points. And yeah, it's so bad. All right. Here, here's my thing. When you hire a coach and this isn't it's not a foolproof way. And you could be wrong a lot, but you have to close your eyes and picture. Can you picture this guy holding the Lombardi trophy up? Can you picture oh. Leslie Frazier holding no. up a Lombardi as a head coach? Oh, my goodness. I was just stopped in my tracks because I pulled up the odds for the next head coach. What do you got? Harbaugh to the Raiders is plus 125. Almost even money. It's insane. Uh, They pulled the the Bears down. Yeah. Coin flip. Now Hackett is the favorite for the Jaguars at plus 200. Interesting. Flores and Gerard Mayo. Flores and Gerard Mayo are co-favorites for Houston with Josh McCown right there. <laughs> what are we doing? The Gannon, I mean, the, uh, the McCown thing is unbelievable. Uh, Aaron, which you're asking for? Kevin O'Connell. Um, I, wasn't Lombardi talking about him to Denver? Yeah. Some... And Lombardi. He was here in Washington for a while. He's all over that Denver search. Because a week ago he was talking about Quinn, so that probably not happening. They don't. They took the uh, Denver odds down. Oh. Uh, the Giant Dable could be the Giants' coach too. The, the Bills' connection is obviously very strong because their new GM came from the Buffalo. The Buffalo Pel- front. Pelissero reported not long ago that Dable's doing a second interview with the Giants today. Yeah. So if if you're Dable, what are you, Daniel Jones is not the most enticing quarterback out there, but they have two high first round picks. You would assume that one of them is going to go to the quarterback. Are, do you demand um, s- significant say in the quarterback we're going to draft? You have sure. to. Yeah. And I know that. Would you rather go to a place where in New York where they would promise you that, okay, you get to handpick the quarterback or you get Justin Fields and you have to figure it out with Justin Fields? 
if I didn't know what kind of quarterback I could pick or I didn't love the draft, I might say Justin Fields, but they have two top 10 picks. Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson could be available, right? Dable might say, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll, I'll figure that out. And I go work with a guy I know. Uh, you know, the, the, the Chicago thing's different. There's like a shotgun marriage there in Chicago with a new coach. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, Rebecca QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Up next, Lightning Bats, our plays for tonight, right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.